Welcome to Working Matters. My name is Carl Edwards. Visit us on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, we are concluding our series on technology, When Less is More. This week, with a look at collaboration, with me is our guest and engineer, George Rosas. I can't believe we're almost done with our series. It's been really fun to turn things right side up. I was going to say we're kind of turning things upside down, but I think things are upside down, and we're turning them right side up for people in that when less is more, if we think about what we're doing and simplify in order to focus on what we need to produce, that will help inform a better choice of the vast array of technology that's available to us. And if we just chat about who's got the fastest, sleekest tech features. Well, week four, collaboration. This is where it all comes together. We've looked at work and actually, you know, picking what tool will help us get our job done. We've looked at getting organized and having too much all the time, all over the place and needing to get organized. And finally, we looked at communication and what's appropriate and what means are appropriate for the different sorts of communication last week. And they all kind of come together when we collaborate. They all come together. And this is really the peak of what we're talking about here. We've got this technology, we've got these tools, and we've got these people. And we're all trying to create together. We're all trying to get our work done. We're trying to improve uh, the processes that we go through at work every day and in our personal lives too. So this is a big, big topic. I'm excited about this one. It almost seems overwhelming, all of the things that are coming together into one topic here, which is, of course, collaboration. On our computer and our phone, two small pieces of metal and plastic that we can tuck under our arms, we can collaborate. We can do our work. We can share our work. We can talk about it. We can all work on it together. We can all change it. You know, George, we don't even need to be in the same room with each other anymore. You would think so, right? We have the video chat. We have the text chat. We have everything that is available to us through all of the different applications on our computers, you know, the email, the web stuff, the cloud, all of the new technologies that are coming out every single day to supposedly help us get this done on time, you know, more collaborative and fun fashion. Wow. I'm being um, drawn in, almost (laughs) hypnotized with the possibilities of remote collaboration. George, think of the money we could save if we didn't have to rent office space If we didn't have to get our executives company cars or pay for them to travel across the country. Hotel rooms, car rentals, right? All of these expenses. Just a telephone and a computer and stay home. Be in your pajamas. Put a nice top on, though, for the video chat. And listen, I've been in these situations before, and I can tell you that the promises aren't always there. You know, there's lots and lots of issues about working remotely. And of course, when everything works great, then we love it. But there's so many times when we have problems, you know, company networks that are closed off to internet access unless you have special access methods and keys and all of these things. It doesn't always work out as well as they promised us in the sales pitch, right? Well, that is what our series is about, isn't it? Yes, because what we just did was we gave an example of the upside down way of thinking about it. And if you believe in the technology and if you believe in remote collaboration for all those advantages we shared, you end up making organizational practical decisions that can get you into as many nightmares as possibilities and dreams. Well, let's turn this baby around because there are wonderful advantages to remote collaboration. We're not here to knock it at all, but your point is well taken. It's got 
as many problems as it does advantages. And so we need a different way to think about its potential for us. Yeah, exactly. You know, we live in a world that's so globalized and the communication is so open now, even across borders, right? A lot of project teams mm-hmm. are working in different countries now because the, the globalization advantages are there to take advantage of that. The question remains whether those advantages are ours or just some advantage in general. So that things are merely cheaper than remotely is not enough criteria. Similar to our conversation last week about communication. There is just certain processes of collaboration that are best done face-to-face. That the value received for flying in a group of people to sit in a room together and have eye contact and tone and all the advantages of being present, as expensive as it might be in terms of flights and hotels, will reap far greater value on what can be achieved in that time than they can sitting at home in their pajamas doing a video conference. From personal experience, I've seen issues pop up with this globalized workforce that we have now. For example, the time changes between countries. And so you have a situation where, yes, you saved some money by hiring a team that was outside of your local area, but hey, now you got to get up at 2 a.m. to have meetings with them, right, when they're in the office. Exactly. The same for even if you're in the same town and you want to save some commuting, which is a great advantage for people not to have to come into the office every day, but to go to the extreme to not come into the office at all, in fact, to not have office space at all, you also have to measure what you're giving up in the way of that tangible community and that tangible rapport and that tangible that we're in this together and helping us in it that you will lose if everybody lives a completely isolated work experience. Yeah, how many great ideas were never acted upon or never listened to because the people were just in different places, didn't get to share it. Or the idea was read and dismissed and the conversation didn't happen, where with a few questions, the idea could have been informed a little and come out differently, but that possibility was never available because the communication ended instantly. There's myriad things like this that come up. And again, our point is not to say that having office space and being together is always better than taking advantage of technology can bring to collaboration, but it's to be able to focus on what you're trying to produce and what will help you focus on that and accomplish that, and that will inform the best way to collaborate. Exactly. You know what's a good example of collaboration online? There are actual bands out there on the internet yeah. who've never met each other in person. You know, they, I don't know this. They, it's true. They meet in some sort of you know musician chat room or yeah. they're bored, and they record their parts independently, and then they put it together, and they, uh, they share it. And it's great because you can play with musicians who you've never met who, who you know, maybe uh, play a different style of music than what you run into day to day. But there maybe there's something to be said about all playing in the same room, right? With the same drummer and listening through the same mix and the headphones, right? Exactly. All these kinds of things that musicians worry about. It's the same thing in the working world, right? The goal can be accomplished in many, many different ways. And let's think about what creates the best solution to our problem. That's where we're the craftsperson again. And these are our tools. And so if we've assessed what we're trying to do and what means will work best for us, then we've got the information to give to those who are serving us with technology so that they are helping us pick the best tools. 
instead of merely going to the fastest or the cheapest or the glitziest. You know, Google's offering a lot of great collaboration tools absolutely for free. You know, that's very hard to argue with, and that makes our point completely, because here's some great tools at no cost. But that does not mean that that is what you choose to use, because it might not serve what you're trying to do. One of Google's features is these documents. Yeah. And for example, Carl and I can be working on the same document at the same time. We're not even in the same room right now. We're not even in the same room, and we're both typing on different sections of the same document. Well, that's amazing, an amazing technological feat that they can do that in real time. But hey, wait a minute, maybe I'm editing a paragraph and all of a sudden it disappears. So I have to say, Carl, why did you just delete this paragraph? I'm working on it, right? The face-to-face communication, the emailing back and forth of a document, yes, it sounds low-tech, right? But maybe that is sometimes the best way to accomplish it. Exactly. And only you can decide that based on what you're trying to do. And that's the kind of thinking that will make great leadership and great management because you're helping your teams assess that. And then you can get them the tools that they need. But if all you're worried about is what costs the lease, or you got to be using the same thing that everyone else in the industry is using, or you have to get it to the, you know, the fastest and the quickest and speed is the only criteria, then you inadvertently aren't getting people the tools that will actually help them get what you've asked them to do done. So we're getting this turned around. We're getting it so that we're right side up instead of upside down. And that's what our series has been about. And we hope that it has been challenging for you, not in the sense of to say that you're doing it wrong, but kind of to give you another perspective, your perspective So that you are empowering the people that you know achieve the outcomes you expect instead of the other way around, having their technology tell them how to go about getting to these ends. So come by the website, boldenterprises.com. Tell us what's going on where you're working so that we can take maybe what is your upside down situation and help you set it to the way that works for you instead of against you. Technology, when less is more. Hey, George, thank you for a great discussion together. Thank you very much. I feel like this is really powerful stuff, and I feel like I'm going to ask myself new questions when I get bombarded by the sales pitches, you know, when I go to the trade show and conventions and when they're showing me the latest and greatest stuff. That you've got to have now. I have to have it now. I need to upgrade. (laughs) You must upgrade to the latest version. Again, this is very powerful stuff, and uh, we hope that you ask yourself these types of questions. Thank you for listening in. We will be back with you next week. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.